What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. You're listening to Hayes Radio Network. Cannabis Lifestyle Radio. Festo, my man, a blessing, my man. Oh, you know he's dope. Yeah. And right now, you know we're just maxing in the studio. We're hailing from East Oakland, California, and um, sometimes it gets a little hectic out there. But right now, you know we gonna up you on how we just chill. What's good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Terp Talk. I am your hostess with the mostest, Sarah Tokes, aka the Terp Queen. Today, I have a very special guest. We are getting ready to talk Terps with the doctor from Think Cube. What is? What up? What up? Thank you so much for coming out today. I really appreciate it. Um, so let's just dive right in. Let's get in on a little background of yourself, how you got with Think Cubed, and share your life. Um, well, <clears throat> I used to I used to grow a lot of weed back in the day, you know? <laughs> but um, <clears throat> you know after it went commercial and legal, you know I, I dabbled in that too and op- opened up a couple spots, helped people build couple facilities and you know help with the hiring the staff and all that and then after that always I always was extracting you know even with my home grows yeah what's your preferred method of extraction I mean obviously everybody started with bubble hash (laughs) bubble hash was the shit before rosin before we even knew what rosin was yeah you know I remember the rosin craze. Everyone yeah. was like, can I use your hair straightener? I want to make some rosin. And I was like, what? No. What yeah. I remember the first time I used butane. Um, oh, my gosh. Yeah, it was this one. Um, it was a dispensary. I think it was a Emerald Triangle 101 or something like that. It was an owner. He, he had a dispensary in the valley. And um, he had another dispensary in L.A. close to where I used to live, like in Atwater Village. Okay. And then... Um, I used to go over there, bring him weed, and, you know, we smoke yeah, out. Yeah, of course. He was like, man, you should come over. I'm going to do some extraction tomorrow. <laughs> I was like, all right. And I went over there, and that was the first time we did it. Did a little fucking glass tube, and I don't even know if it was glass. It might have been plastic, you know. Oh, my gosh, no. It was re- a while ago. <laughs> I remember the whole, like, oh, you can make wax at home. Like, I was in high school, and me and all my buddies, like you said, we got the glass tube with the mm-hmm. little cheesecloth at the bottom. Yeah. Put our butane and probably some really shitty weed now that I look back <laughs> on it because it came out like you know the term tamed soup yeah it Black. was yeah Poop soup. we try to put it in the um in the oven to decarb everything Ooh. you know 
Sorry. You caught on fire. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Almost. <laughs> it started bubbling because we put some, um, the tinfoil on top. Okay. So all you hear is. <laughs> so we open it and it's just like, not the vibe. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I. Even back then when I was doing an experiment, you know, I realized that it was really all about fresh material. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like fresh buds, if you could get something that's recently harvested, recently trimmed, it's just going to come out fire, you know. So one term that I hear um, around the industry a lot is fresh frozen. Can you explain that process for us? Fresh frozen is is basically exactly what it says. It's freshly, <laughs> it's frozen fresh or backwards. So you have a plant that's, Still on the vine, still in the whatever, yeah. cocoa, cube, dirt. You wait for wait for it to, you know, when you're normally going to harvest it. And then you just chop it down and freeze it. What do they freeze it in, though? Like, that's what... Now, now they're using, like, liquid nitrogen and using a lot of new technology that'll freeze it instantly really, really fast. Yeah. So, and that's what you want. The faster you could freeze it, it'll it won't... It'll keep the water in the same state that it was because you want to you want to extract the oil and the crystals, and not the water. So in order to do that, it has to be really, really, really cold. That's that's the extraction part. But yeah, the part where we take the plant down, you know, if you don't if you don't freeze the plant fast enough, it'll just start to, you know, mold or get wet or yeah. soggy and. So, you you're not curing the bud. You're literally just freezing yeah, it. Yeah, you're freezing it. So that smell and that taste that you get from the fresh plant. Have you ever you ever took down a plant or harvested? And yeah, it, you get you, get, I, you know yeah. get some resin on your glove. Yes. You ever smoked that resin? Hell yeah, that was that was my favorite thing to do yeah. when I was trimming and bu- bucking day was my favorite day. Buck, yeah, I'm talking about when it's fresh, like okay. the takedown day, not the trim day. No, the I'm, takedown day. I'm used to like trimming and bucking yeah. and stuff like that. Fresh, fresh, no. Yeah, I mean, if you do that, obviously, you know, you, you have your gloves it's full of green leaves and, you know, it's a mixture of leaves and everything else mixed with the oil. But that that is the closest you could have gotten to smoking fresh frozen before, you know, we did it. Yeah. How we do it now. Off of finger hash. Yeah, <laughs> but off of a fresh plant, you know. So now, you know, we just keep it at that frozen state. We use like negative 80 cryo freezers. Well, they're not cryo, but they're negative 80. And we take the weed, break it down into small buds, still yeah. fresh. It's still wet, per se, but it's frozen. And then we we use socks, put them in a, either the column or sock, and then freeze it, get it down to, like, super-duper cold. That's crazy. Whenever I think, like, do you want to hit this? Whenever I think um, fresh frozen, I just thought, like, someone's there at the plant, just boom, Bop it off, dip it in nitrogen instead of going through that whole process. Like they got the nitrogen right there. Yeah, they do that. That's crazy. Yeah, you could dip it in nitrogen, pull it out, and it's straight fucking ice cube. That's so crazy. Yeah, there, there's farms that that do that. They do that instantly, and then they package it instantly. Yeah. They seal it instantly, so it's like it's frozen, packaged, sealed, like. In a matter of you know minutes or yeah. whatever. I got to visit the um, Eel River Organics facility out in Humboldt. Eel River, yeah. Are you familiar with them? I know Eel River beer. <laughs> yeah, Eel River Organics. They, yeah. I don't know what the method is called, but they pretty much have like a waterless system. They have like a reservoir underneath their plants, 
that is continuously watering them okay, so they yeah. don't need to check on it or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, it's I, like uh, aeroponics. Yeah, my mind was blown. Or aquaponics. Like, yeah, something if like using fish. <laughs> yep. I have no idea. But I went on this socking day, so all I saw was like a bunch of like hashy looking the big socks mm-hmm. with weed and I was like, What the fuck is like what's going on? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's multiple ways to do it. That's crazy. So, um, I know you brought some terps for us to talk about and smell. You want to start popping them out? You said you're going to change my mind on CRC. Let's start with that. <laughs> this is obviously CRC because it looks almost white. So, but. can you explain what your take on CRC is? I mean, <laughs> it's such a... You know, it's, hate it's, it, I hate it on subject. No, no, no. I'm not trying to, like... And for people listening, this isn't live. This is going to be aired in a few weeks. I say this every single show. <laughs> but for people listening, we're, I'm, this is just a conversation. You know, like I have Belkos on. We got the chance to talk about his take on CRC. You're an extractor, so I'd, I want to hear it, like, from the extractor side. I mean, we're using clays, like organic, natural stuff you find. They're, yeah. They're broken down rocks. Most, most of the stuff we use, like the main one that most people use is bentonite. And, you know, bentonite is just like a natural something you can find in the ground. You know, people. Yeah. It's popular in, in cosmetics. You know, a lot of women put it on their face. And so what's the process of like, how does how does CRC get white like this versus our traditional amber color? It's actually um, taking the colors and the, those colors that are in the oil, let's say before it's CRC. Yeah. Those colors that are in mixed in with the butane before we go through those powders. They're the regular normal color that it would be, right? Like when we extract it, we're not yeah. taking anything or adding anything. It's whatever the color is. That's usually based on the freshness and the quality and, you know, how much oil is actually in the plant. It smells super fire, by the way. I've been, like, <laughs> waiting to say it so I don't cut you off. It's, like, super fruity. I wish you guys can, like, smell this through the microphone. <laughs> like, for real. And the consistency of it, too. Because most CR- That's my favorite consistency. Yeah. Is kind of like an applesauce. Yeah, applesauce. Yeah, because most CRCIC is CRCIC. <laughs> That's a tongue twister. Uh, most of the CRC I notice on the shelves is like kind of diamondy. Is it's it's different. Like when when I when I make the final product, we get diamonds. I get so this sugar. is it, is this the final product? This is yeah. Okay. This is this is like maybe one of the fractions of it. Yeah. So in the end, I have a diamond fraction, which is the crystals, the hard crystals, and then then there's the sauce, and then on the in the middle of the sauce and the diamonds, there would be like this. Yeah. Consistency, where it's like a, where it's just said. all terp sauce, pretty yeah. much. But it's it's also sugar. There's diamonds in there. They're just really small. That's what makes it thick. I know because you see it um, on this side right here. Yeah, the little, the little specks. Those I have to let people on IG see this because this is so nice. The Sunday driver. Sunday driver. Look at that. All that turp sauce. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's a little runny, but. I know, but it still looks so fire down there. The type of stuff you try to take a dab of and it just falls off your dab tool before you hit it. Look at it. 
But anywho, let's get back to CRC. So this year, <laughs> let's get, get back to the, to the, main, CRC. the main point. Keep hitting that. I didn't get a good <laughs> IG video. <laughs> so the main point that the powder does, it it uh absorbs. It's it's there's absorption and adsorption. It's it's kind of some weird scientific, but the adsorption is where it, stuff mm-hmm. adheres to it. So the powder itself is like kind of like a, a sticky trap, if you might say. But yeah. It's really just a really dry. Uh, small um, uh, surface. It has a lot of surface areas too, like carbon. So when the oil goes through, the colors stick to the powders. And just the colors, like the pigments in the dyes and like some of the oil and some of the terps, but different parts of the terps. I can't even explain. I don't really know what, (laughs) I don't even know what it takes out yeah, because my understanding of CRC is color remediation um, and that it is also beneficial because it also remediates some of the pesticides that yeah. are found in the light resin Yeah, before it goes yeah. through that process. Most of the pesticides, I, I feel like they're, they're all mostly water-soluble. So yeah. So I, need- I just don't know why people hate on CRC. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> because there's... Here, the the worst part of CRC, this is it. It's it's CRCing boof. Well, okay. It's taking crap shit. It's all the memes. It's su- it's sorry to su- sorry to name drop, but it's sour waves that is controlling the market right now with memes. Do you follow sour waves? No, I don't. I got it. That fool is literally controlling the market with memes right now. He wow. is like, he's he's the one that's puts it in everyone's head. Oh, CRC is boof because people are passing off CRC for ninety U hash rosin. Yeah, I don't know what fools like, buying that, but <laughs> some custies. But the, the, real, the real, the real issue I have with it, because I try to use CRC the best as I can to make the best product in the end, um, is people, you know, having these fucking trash bags full of garbage weed that they get from anywhere. It still has, it still has THC in it. Yeah. It might taste and smell like dog shit, but <laughs> you stick it through some powders. And all of a sudden, all that dog shit smells gold. Yeah. And then it kind of oh smells gosh. like generic weed, you know, really no terp at all, but not bad. Yeah. And so the main feedback I get from a lot of buyers in the industry is that CRC has no terps. It just smells like nothing. Correct. Yeah. Because like, they're, they've been, you know, getting the boof. <laughs> yeah. But you can also, you can also take some really good flour and take everything off of it and CRC the fuck out of it. Yeah. And then it, then you take it down and, you know, where it has no terps. But why would it take away the terps? That's what it does. It takes away, well, the color, the color has a lot to do with the terp. Like the terp is almost the actual color on the plant. Really? Yeah. The THC is like clear white. Yeah. It's like when we isolate it, it's quite clear. You know, and then you, you can you can also wash it and then and then you get really clear and there's zero terps. You know. So that's why I tell people you want you wanna have terps. You know, you, you take it all out and, How do you feel about adding terps back into your product? <laughs> that's great. Really? As long as it's real terps. <laughs> what are real, real terps to you? Real terps are these. This is real terps. 
you know. The cannabis derived terpenes, or yeah. can we put some botanical terpenes in there? No. <laughs> no. What then, are then, then you get into the the, the all these booth carts? You know, <laughs> that, ooh, that tastes good, smells good, but you know. What you know, are botanical terpenes like? Can you please explain that? Because they are derived from fruits. So it's like essential oils, pretty yeah. much. That you people want it to smell like lemon. You could get lemon oil. You know, you get instead of just limonene. Yeah, I mean, you could you can isolate it. You know, you can get further in. You know, you could take the lemon and then take all the kind of CRC it. And yeah. Then, and then you just get, like, the limonene in the end. But, you know, there's all these companies that make all these terpenes. You go, you go downtown and smoke shops. And, really? Yeah, that's fucking... They got, they got terp stores like shelves, that? Shelves of terps. Where, where do you think all these people get it for their carts? I don't know. I just thought they'd yeah. be using, like, essential oils. No. Nah. That's that's what I think when someone's like botanical derived terpenes. Someone yeah. slid in my DMs like, "I'm gonna change your mind on distillate." And I was like, "All right, um, what do you what do you guys use? Like botanical or cannabis terps? We use botanical derived terpenes." And I was just like, "You can't change my mind on that." Flowers. <laughs> that's you're, so you're either uh, extracting flowers or fruits. <laughs> It's, That's I mean, not the vibe. All the terpenes are in everything, you know, like every fruit and whatever. Yeah, I mean, like the, the terpenes are present, but it, um, is there is there really a difference between whether or not it comes from cannabis versus... In, in the end, it's not. It's not. Because it still has the same feeling. Yeah, if you isolate it down to the real, like, terpenes that are, you know, like the lab-tested terpenes where they're really isolated in the yeah. individuals, it's, it's all the same in the end, you know. But I think it's... When it comes to real cannabis terps, and I'm good. Thank you. Okay, for sure. <laughs> it gets me nervous, all the nicotine. Oh, <laughs> it's all good. I'm 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 a wood smoker. I'm trying to give that up next year. Yeah. I used to smoke a lot of blunts. Yeah. Too many. Too many blunts? I smoke too many mm-hmm. blunts. Everyone says that. I was rolling Philly blunts and... Oh, yeah, you're from the East Coast. time ago. The Phillies. <laughs> and then the... Um, the Dutches, but like the real Dutches, yeah. the one that come in that Dutch, five pack, the cigars. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whenever I go to the East Coast, I always have such a hard time finding backwoods because I always stay in the city mm-hmm. and I always got to go to like Staten Island to go get some woods. Shit, I used to buy weed from the Jamaicans and they used to give you a nickel <laughs> bag of weed with a free blunt. Really? <laughs> what? A free Philly. That's, yeah. that's, some, that's some real shit. That's... Mark marketing, early cannabis marketing. <laughs> that's that's the best though. Like I would love to just be like, here's a wood with your joint or with right. your uh, gram or whatever. That's crazy. So, um, how how was the cannabis scene out in New York? What did you do with that? Were you in it a bit? Um, nah. I mean, I sold weed, but like nickel bags, <laughs> nickel bags to friends, and I a nickel the- bag is really a five <clears throat> sack or yeah, five dollars. Or dime, how much is or a dime. how much is a five sack like <laughs> how out there? <laughs> how much is in a five sack? Well, back then it would probably would have been like, like maybe point. like a gram and a half. What? Yeah. For five dollars? For a gram? I got cussed last time I was in New York. <laughs> I paid twenty dollars for one gram. I'm talking about Jamaican weed though. Like. This was some Jamaican weed in Queens, and I was heated. 
That is the thank you, though. Because I looked at him. I was like, what you mean? $20. And it was like, it was my my homie's plug, too. And he's like, you're going to get the homie discount. Don't worry. And I'm like, (laughs) all right, cool. He's like, you want a dub? I was like, yeah, how much is a dub? He's like, a gram. I'm like, what the fuck? (laughs) I used to pay, yeah. I remember when the real chronic came out. I was in uh, high school. And we'd we'd have to go all the way to, to... what we call Dominican land, but upper <laughs> upper west side, man. Yeah. And, um, like Dykeman area and stuff like that to go cop some, some fire-ass weed from the Dominicans. But, you know, they had the first, like, real chronic. I don't know where they was getting it. Either, was, either they was growing it yeah. or they was getting it from Miami. I don't really know. But Well, OG yeah. Kush originates from the East Coast. It just somehow yeah. got over here and became a West Coast thing. I smoked some early bomb-ass, like, Northern Lights-type, Skunk, super skunk, like roadkill type skunk weed in, yeah. in Florida when really? I was in when I was in college. Yeah, I went to college for music, but um, yeah, them white boys out there they used to find that shit. They had the bomb. <laughs> That's crazy. All that skunk, so like the heavy, like humulene, pretty much like a GMO is what we would. I don't know about GMO. Really? You like GMO? I, I love GMO. GMO is like my goat. I love anything with like the heavy humulene and like karyophyllene terp. Garlic smell. You don't like the smell? The garlic. It, it's it, really. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of these new strains got that. It just smell like fucking Thai food and lemon. I had some. And, yeah, I had some weed that smelled like Chinese food. Yeah. Smell like grease and you know milk. I don't like the milk ones. I don't like the creamy ones. No. Yeah, I don't like ones. Smell like baby vomit. (laughs) (laughs) You said baby vomit? (laughs) Shit, back in the day, that Canadian BC bud, you said that smell. You triggered me. You said BC bud. I lived in Seattle, so like the best bud we would get was the BC bud. We would literally take the train all the way up to Vancouver and go get that shit. There was years in L.A. when I lived here. That's all we could get to. Like, I want to say, like, early 2000s when I started growing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah BC like, Bud. That. We need to start growing weed. Yeah, dude. BC Bud, they had those big chunky nugs and yeah. all that, like, deep purples, musky. Yeah, musky and, like, not skunky, not loud. Yeah, just, like, musky, yeah, like, not weed. Not <laughs> Yeah, it's, like almost moldy <laughs> there probably like was it. some that, pm in know, that like, shit. i used to smoke the shit out of it though because that's all we could get i know i'm like i just like look back on like all the mids that i smoked like because i didn't know better you Man. know and how much pm i probably consumed <laughs> <laughs> like look at these trichomes in reality it's powder mildew like shit. <laughs> i want to scare you on the blunts but Oh, tell me, tell me, please. No, then you're going to stop smoking them. I've been trying to stop smoking blends. It's worse, huh? There's just a lot of chemicals, you know, obviously. Oh, with the woods and everything? Just anything. Cigarettes, blunts, wraps. Yeah. I used to smoke cigarettes, so that's why I gave up cigarettes and just was like, I'm just going to smoke blunts. (laughs) And that'll be my tobacco intake. And it's just like, now I smoke. So you don't smoke cigarettes anymore? Nah. No, vape, no, I don't like, I don't even like to really weed vape unless it's like a convenience. No, I mean thing. like nicotine. Yeah, n- nah, I don't fuck with nicotine or anything like that. 
I don't know. I feel like. Are oh, you fucking with nicotine right now? I don't, <laughs> shut up. I feel like it's like. It's, it's not a stoner thing to like smoke cigarettes, but I, that's contradicting because I smoke woods, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'd have, <laughs> have to test that and see how much nicotine you're actually smoking. Well, you can test the wood? Yeah. Really? I don't know if any lab would want to test tobacco right now. They might get fucking shut down. You can get shut down <clears> for that <throat> shit? Fuck yeah. You don't want to fuck with tobacco. That's so crazy. You get shut down for the most small shit. I mean, I don't know if it's for real, but I wouldn't fuck with it. I mean, we could probably test it on the low low. And- <laughs> I'm and like, I, I got the plug. Don't I worry. Know, I know some people from Belcosta. I know me too. That's why I'm like, we got it. We'll just mm-hmm. go in his clothes. Mm-hmm. I'll hit up. <laughs> and I did. I, I, I listened to another podcast not too long ago because um, I listened to a lot of podcasts. Oh, okay. I haven't listened to podcasts for a long time. Just different ones. A lot of beer, beer related stuff. <laughs> really? Yeah. Um, but um, it was one about this one dude who was talking about how he tested, he, he actually tested like the way the test we do now, um, certain cigarettes. Apparently he was like the originator or maker of American spirits. Oh, okay. So, so after a while he, he got like boycotted and maybe kicked out or something. I don't even know. He maybe got kicked out of the company or something, got hated on like he needed to get back to them in some way <laughs> so he did these tests and dude i mean the numbers were crazy he was talking like 600 times more than like a cigarette or like the pesticides really yeah, like so many pesticides yeah. they're saying um the what he said the swisher sweet he said that one's like stupid eye it if you're still smoking Swishers in 2020, please do not even tune into my show. That's all I got to say about Swishers. This is like a very yeah. anti-Swisher gang. Like, mm-hmm. Swishers, when I found out that you you get calories, like, you, Swishers have like 15 calories per blunt. Really? Yeah, because of all the sugar. They literally get like ground tobacco, dip it in sugar, and do a bunch of bullshit. Wow. Like, that's... How do you smoke calories? Right? That's what I said. I was like, how are you going to smoke calories? I'm switching to backwoods because I never heard any fuckery like that from the woods. But now finding out all these pesticides, I might have to learn how to roll joints yeah. going into 2021. But he also spoke about natural natural tobacco and like how people grow tobacco yeah. like in your backyard. And like that shit is like actually therapeutic compared to like Isn't any, it any illegal product. to grow tobacco though? I think No, I think you can grow like couple of plants or something like that or something oh wow yeah as long as it's for your consumption i think you know but <clears throat> he said that how, how how different it is it's like yeah it's like a plant that actually is good for you because it comes from nature and then you got this that's super duper processed and anything processed that far is just gonna fuck you up you know so it's like tobacco it's not that bad of a plant just all of the mm-hmm. chemicals and stuff that they put in yeah. it to get you mm-hmm. feeling some type of way mm-hmm. that's crazy yeah. that's so it's crazy. like anything else in nature right? it's like yeah everything is good for you, if you like eat, mushrooms if you eat it raw or like use mushrooms it raw. that's like the new study right now is the whole like mushroom psychobillin i like mushrooms really do you microdose at all or yes. <laughs> how do you feel um how do you feel like microdosing helps you? I think it makes things a little more exciting. 
<laughs> a little more, a little more interesting. Exciting. <laughs> I don't know. I'm a laid back person. And, yeah. But inside, I'm always like very anxious. Like, yeah. So that's why I don't like tobacco or nicotine or caffeine. Amps you up and stuff. Yeah. I like to be calm. That's why I smoke so much weed. Like I have yeah, like um, ADD, so I'm <laughs> like all over the place and yeah. can't. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This really helps with that. Um, and so does mushrooms, too. You know. Focus. Yeah, it helps me focus because um, I have like I have depression and all that other shit. But on days where I don't want to create, I just take my little like mushroom tablets. They're like 0. 0.3, 0. 0.4 grams. And I'm just like full throttle all day like ready to just take on a million projects you right. know but you can't you can't be doing that shit every day nah Could, <laughs> you, nah you don't <laughs> you can't no no <laughs> depends on what you're doing you know what i mean yeah i work a very physical job so you can you be, imagine you just extracting being high like on <laughs> mushrooms all day you gotta be on your toes yeah. <laughs> i mean i can but yeah you don't want to but then the bcc <laughs> comes in like and you're like, oh no! <laughs> like, <laughs> the BCC knows everything. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're, we're always getting police over there. And really? Everybody. Yeah, all the time. They're always checking on us. Yeah. That's so crazy. It that is crazy. <laughs> they, um. It's like, hey, how you doing? Yeah, the other day when I was in the desert, somebody came out to our lab. Um, it was the, the city came out. Because people made a complaint that someone wasn't wearing a mask at work. Oh, wow. So they had to shut down our operations for like two days. Because someone was just petty and was like, so-and-so's not wearing a mask on this side of the building. But they came in like all foul, you know, like. On some COVID shit. Yeah, wow. like on some COVID shit. And we're just like, well, we're just here trying to, make, trying to make our medicine and do our deliveries. But That's crazy. No, that shit is. You guys were cooking or making edibles or something? They do everything at oh, the okay. lab. So they do the extraction and then we do the edibles, the packaging. They're, they're a little more stricter when it comes to food prep and doing stuff that's edible. Yeah. You know, at least I, that's what I see. <laughs> <laughs> I think every city's different. So, you know, it's really up to the. Yeah, I feel like the desert's a little more um, uptight because. LA is so big, like we have too many shops for the BCC to be in, like yeah. every single one. Like no, that. the police are like the whole cannabis police are like four blocks up. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. That's crazy. So they they're like, who are we gonna fuck with today? Who's yeah. closest? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, they're cool. They're cool. 
<laughs> That's crazy. How was the um, your transition from kind of like just selling dime bags, five bags, <laughs> to what you're doing now? That's a big jump. Yeah, that's a lot of years. <laughs> How much time do you have? We have 20 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> um, I think I could just probably go to when I was making mu doing music as an engineer in studios and, you know, messing with a lot of people that either wanted to buy weed yeah. or I knew people who sold weed. You know what I mean? I was always the plug sometimes, as you call it <laughs> back then. Yeah. You know, and I wasn't even selling it. I just be the engineer in the studio working with these artists coming from fucking, you know, Chicago or New York or wherever they're coming from. I was working in LA at the time. And then um <clears throat> eventually met, you know, people who grew, you know. Wanted to grow. I had a friend help me out. I grew, you know, start off with a tent. And then maybe the room. <laughs> and then, then it goes and to then like it goes to the garage. I had a giant garage. <laughs> So it goes from like four lights to eight lights to a hundred lights. Yeah, like. that's, that's how it goes. And it's then it's the warehouse and you know, trap the warehouse. And then <laughs> and then boom, it goes legal and then you're yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean the transition from even growing, you know, that you know, that way into the legal side was like I just feel like it happened pretty fast really i mean for me i don't know i didn't i never stopped doing it and it you know eventually i did and then um i started doing more extracting you know worked at a lab in uh, adelanto um, oh adelanto <laughs> that's all i gotta say it's crazy up there even the lab i worked at was crazy it was it was a mess. I could say it was a mess because dude lost it and eventually sold it. I think it's a... Uh, I won't say names. We'll talk about that after. <laughs> I'm like, you, I'm like, well, we can talk about that after. <laughs> yeah, but then, you know, then I hit up, you know, the guys over at Think Cube because I helped, I helped build that lab over there. Yeah. Set up, set up the equipment in the beginning when they first were starting. So I basically uh, kept in touch with them, you know, like what's going on. Because I was working at that lab in Adelanto and it was like, when I would speak to the guys over at in Thick Cube, they, they would kind of say the same thing that I was, that was happening up in Adelanto. Yeah. Like, you know, pesticide issues and, you know, equipment issues and lab technician issues and, you know throughput issues and yield issues, you know, every yep. every issue yeah. you could think that a lab can... Can deal with, yeah. and surprisingly it's a lot. Contacts, you know, trying to get, you know, work, trying to get trim, trying to, yeah. you know, get distribution, yeah. trying to, you know, everything from A to Z. So, it was a little while after that, I was like, fuck this lab. <laughs> Hit up the <laughs> and was like, hey, what's up? You want, you know, they actually reached out to me and was like, you know, asked me if I could go and kind of do a little bit of consultation over there and see what was up. And then, then they hired me. That's what's up. Yeah, I loved the whole, like, vibe that you guys had when I met you guys at the cleanup. It was like, y'all were, like, barbecuing. You brought <laughs> your whole little RV thing. You guys yeah. just, it was like a little family affair, you know, and that's really nice to see with brands in the industry. 
you know, because I feel like nowadays just not trying to talk shit on brands, guys. I specialize in brand development and I come from 215. But nowadays, everybody just wants to like build, let's say, an extracting lab mm-hmm. and just have a cool logo, but not really do shit for the community and show their face. Like, because yeah. at the end of the day, when it comes to like branding and being a part of the cannabis industry, yeah. like it's community. more. I, I mean, that's why I look at That's it. why I'm like, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I'm a part of the cannabis community, not mm-hmm. the industry. We oh, just need sure. to work how right. to, we need to learn how to work together. You know, and like show that there's still that community aspect in the industry. Because cannabis is like, it's built off compassion and just like Mm -hmm. collaborating and like doing what we're doing right now and just like working together and helping each other grow. So. Yep. I mean, we're we're trying to do that more and more with the company. We believe it definitely the way to go. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, we're doing more of those cleanups. You know, we did a, a cleanup in Desert Hot Springs. Which I think ago. is super badass. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. we got it from the, you know, the idea from um, from Johnny. Yeah. The, inspired by inspired cannabis. Inspired by cannabis. Yeah. Cool dude. But uh, yeah, that was dope. You know, we met, yeah. met a lot of other people. In the Did a lot of people show out for the one in the hot springs? Um, no, it was just just uh, the two companies. Um, just our company. Thank you. And. Um, Highlight Farms, which okay. is pretty close to the lab. They're like two blocks up. Yeah. Yeah, we do a lot of processing for this stuff. Yeah, fire material. Yeah, you mentioned you made their Dutch treat that I got to try. Yeah. Which was super terpy. I'm like, I... Old school Jack. Terps. I love that just because it's like that was one of my like favorite concentrates that I picked up when I was in the um, desert. So it's... It's dope to be able to sit with you and be like, yeah, I tried that. You're like, yeah, I made that. I'm like, <laughs> what? Like, you, you're you fucking killing it when it comes to um, your extracting and just like the terpene profile. And that was really nice. I think, you know, we t- I try to tailor it to every client. Yeah. Know, some clients need more CRC. <laughs> <laughs> do you guys do any solvent lists at all or mainly just um, live yeah, resin? Yeah, just butane. Propane. Okay. Oh, propane. PHO. Yeah. Extra- yeah. We use like a blend sometimes. How does how does that affect the terps? Um, I think the propane probably takes out a little bit more color. I'm in the color and maybe you know darker terps, I guess. And yeah. If you use like isobutane or you know. And butane just by itself, I think that pulls out a cleaner terp profile. Terpene but, profile. But I think it, the propane, I think, pulls out a little more, you know what I mean? Like actual oil, so yield. Yeah, I so I worked for blend, a company yeah. in Adelanto that only did pH, though. That's why I'm like, you triggered yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> and they went to shit, but we're not going to talk about that on air. But um, they're their wax it would be like a sauce but um you see this jar it would get a bubble on top then you'd have to break through that layer and then get to your sauce and mix it mm-hmm. it sounds like you just had residual butane in it or p- that, propane at that point that's what i was saying and they're like no that's fine that's just the terpenes i'm like there's bubbles <laughs> yeah. in it like terpenes no bubble that's why you literally <laughs> saw like the bubbles because like one of my accounts called me and was like hey there's like bubbles in this and i'm like mm-hmm. oh no 
What else did you bring? Uh, this purple punch. Oh my god, this purple punch literally punched me in the face. I'm just bringing my turkey shit, you know. There's all those new strains that are... They're mostly all gassy. And yeah. They don't have too much paper to, you know, fuck you up. Strong. This is so bomb, this purple like punch. Like, this one's like one of them. This is a gelati. Gelati is a newer strain, right? Yeah. What's that? Gelato and biscotti? Yeah. Okay. Exactly. I'm like... <laughs> They're so easy to figure out. Like, baccio and sherbaccio and sherblato. And I don't know what any of those are. That's all the like, Sherbinsky stuff, yeah. right? The only thing with sherb, I guess, is... I I always just assume, like, oh, yeah, that's Sherbinsky's. Oh, the baccio. It, yeah, the baccio yeah, gelatos yeah. and all that. Gelato's so big in the black market. It's crazy. Uh, gel... <laughs> Anything gelato. People think that gelato is an exotic, and that <laughs> shit kills me. That That's kills me. And I'm like, they're like, I got exotic packs. I'm like, I bet what you got. I'm looking for this, like, papaya punch right now yeah. or papaya gas. But they're like, oh, I only got gelato. I'm like, That's not fucking exotic. Okay, for sure. But. <laughs> That's why you mix it, you know? Yeah. You put anything with the word gelato or any name with gelato, and it's like. I know there's that pack. there's this one cultivator and they do like gelato, cherry gelato, cherry gelato <laughs> gas, gelato gas. <laughs> and I literally bought every single one and they were all the same shit. They giving they Budweiser in you right there. I was just like, I'm I've been bamboozled. <laughs> yeah. It's the Budweiser thing. Everything on the shelf is fucking Budweiser. It all looks different, but that's all that's why i'm like that's the placebo effect like mm. they want to tell you that like i've i've worked for distros to where it's like we have six brands let's say one is mid-grade the other one's high and it's all the same flower at different price points mm. all all the yeah, same I had a, flower I had a, oh <laughs> i'm I like a, hey i had a friend oh that's um that that's gelati oh back no there. that one was mimosa yeah Oh, um, it's got that mimosa is like a sativa. It's got this like. I was, I was like, what are you looking at? <laughs> it's like a creamy smell. These are fire. Oh, this one made my like head turn. Though this is a smell I like. Try the smell that shit. Oh my gosh. That one. You should try that one. That is fire. This mimosa. Yeah, you should try that. Like hit it. Oh my gosh, no, I cannot dab a sativa. He's like, nope. Why is everybody passing on? No, I'm down to take a dab. I just can't dab sativa, and I don't have a dabber. I have a dab rig, but I don't mm -hmm. have a dab tool. I use my nails as dab tools sometimes. Oh. That sounds unsanitary. This is a fresh set. <laughs> You're like, yo, I need to see those terms. <laughs> These are fire, though. Like this mimosa, it's so chunky. And a lot of this stuff is this... Um, is this trim run or nug run? No, a lot of this is fresh frozen. So all nug. Can you do fresh frozen? I just answered my own question. I was like, can you do fresh frozen with trim? No. <laughs> um, no, you can't, Sarah. <laughs> I mean, you could freshly freeze some trim, which is what I tell people to do, which is my yeah. number one thing to tell anyone is like, ooh, how, how do you want the trim? I'll be like, I want it freshly frozen. You'd be like, what do you mean? And yeah. Like, as soon as you trim the shit, put it in Just the freezer. Just freeze it. Yeah. That's so cool, though. Because it's going to smell and taste exactly like that at that point. Whatever yeah. point that is, it's going to smell and taste like it. It'll just, like, pretty much freeze the terps and the cannabinoids and, and everything. Yeah, put it in a bag. You want a dab? <clears throat> seal it up. 
freezer. <laughs> Andrew wants to dab. He's like, come give me, give me some wax. <laughs> like something for Lee. I know. He's like, so y'all going to dab me out? He did bring a dab tool, though. So I'm going to hop off and go grab that real quick. Can I grab it while I have my headphones yeah. on? Oh, I yeah. can. I think you put it close enough. Okay, okay. Dope. Hopefully my rig did not die because I have... <laughs> okay. Now, hopefully my rig didn't die because this sock vape sucks. I do not recommend it, guys. It gets dirty way too fast. It's dies after six dabs it is the shittiest rig on the market what's it, what's it called sock s-o-c it's literally like um sucks yeah my friend gave it to me because he has a delivery and he's like here try this new vape and i'm like okay cool i'm gonna try it out and it's just the biggest like poopy vape ever it's like a knockoff puffco and you take yeah. one dab and it just spits back. It's caught up right here. I normally have the Carta, but then the Carta. Do, do you Carta? dab like that or like? I dab both. Okay. I dab. I dab a, a G Pen rig. Which I one, put, the Rome? No, or the, the Connect. The Connect. Okay. G Pen Connect. I love that thing. That yeah. Shit, that shit rips. Yeah, my homegirl just got the Connect, and we have been having way too much fun with that. I like, have a. A not on um, a rigged version of it. Um, they have a sauce cart that they put out. Yeah, uh, Bam makes some. Yeah, I have one that just I just keep open, and you just pour sauce in it, and it just it lasts forever. Yeah. <laughs> what? That's the that's the hack. Really? Yeah. I where just, do you? I just plug you in on the hack. Where do you put it? Is that a different connect then that comes with the cartridges? The cartridge, yeah, the actual top piece is different. So you know what you unscrew and you actually put the the concentrate in? Yeah. That you unscrew it and then you screw in another piece that looks just like a a cart. Like a cartridge. Yeah. Yeah, the the only person that I've seen make them is Bam Body and Mind. Mm -hmm. Is that who you guys? I think I've seen from? one from Cookies. Really? No, I got I got empty carts. That's what I got. <laughs> Look at this fool. That's what I'm talking about. Like you could have an empty cart and it comes with the empty cart. And then a cap that you put on. Oh, it comes empty? Yeah. Well, what? if you buy them empty. Free game right there, y'all. Oh, my yeah. gosh. I'm like, I'm shook. I'm like, what do you mean? Okay, this dab's ready. I see it smoking on top. What are you smoking on? This. The THC bomb. It tastes really nice. It has a flavor to it. For CRC, yeah, this actually has a flavor to it. But see, this is why I hate this rig. Because you only get like one good hit out of it, then it just doesn't want to heat up. If anybody has any good rig recommendations, like <laughs> e-rigs, please DM me and let me know because your girl is going through it. Um, <laughs> like, you still take real dabs? Yes, I still take real dabs. I love... Um, the traditional way of dabbing. I do. You temp it. Yeah. Then I have the bucket. So I do the oh, inserts okay. that go inside my, um, my nails so it doesn't get so dirty, but you just can't put turp pearls in the, I don't even, what's the turp hype on turp pearls? pearls? I don't know. I've, I've never had them personally. I don't know. I'm, 
You, you know like, what I'm talking about, though, that you put inside yeah, your rig and then it goes. Spins, <laughs> yeah, like helps, helps it. Uh, it's supposed to help the oil disperse around to heat evenly and get a quicker. Yeah, that was better a better hit. This did taste really good, though, although it wasn't like the best hit because <laughs> of this sock. But the turps were still really nice. Why would you call it sock? R- right? <laughs> like it's just the SOC, the sock, and it looks just like a puffco. It's small. It's it's by the same manufacturer of Puffco out in China. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they just had to switch up the buttons a bit, so that's that's so crazy. Yeah, I, I, n- I never really liked the Puffco. Yeah. I never really got a big enough hit out of it. Yeah, that's why. Like the Carta, the Carta's super fire, but they just discontinued their V1 um, atomizer. And the version two is like only ceramic, so it's not it's not good. It's, mm. They just kind of cheaped out on it. But yeah, <laughs> you're like I don't know. <laughs> is there anything you want to touch base on, or talk about? Um, the candle I just brought you. Oh yes, where is it? It's it's behind me. I'll go get it. Yeah, go get the candle. So, I got this CBD candle and some body butter by Wolf's Moon and this CBD candle massage. So, y'all trying to do some freaky deaky, just light up the candle and do your little massage thing with your boo. And it smells just like, it smells... I can't even like really put a flavor palette on it because it's like chocolate. Mm-hmm. It smells like chocolope. Chocolope. That strain. Chocolope? Oh, the strain. The strain chocolope. That's crazy. That's what it reminds me of. It's actually the strain that I use because I extracted that at the lab. So it's full spectrum CBD. Of what? Uh, cherry wine. Really? Mm-hmm. It actually didn't even smell like cherry wine. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm like, like saying cherry wine. It doesn't smell like cherries. It, uh, Wait, that's the strain name? The strain name is Cherry Wine. Well, I've never heard of that strain. Yeah. Is I it didn't a, either when, when we ran it. Is I had, it a I had CBD? To look it up. It's full CBD. 100%. That's crazy. That's a full CBD one. It's like point something. Like .02 <laughs> or something. It has like, to be less than .5. I think so, yeah. Or one. No, point. It's, it's point something. For it to be hemp, not yeah. CBD. So I'm te- like, I'm not, I'm not that, even going to get in on, on these <laughs> conversations because yeah. we don't CBD, have all the time. <laughs> CBD is, has a percentage of CBD in the THC could be anywhere. It, it could be 50-50. There's all these new strains yeah. I got. The percentages are all over the place. Really? And yeah. it's just, but my CBN, thing is. CBD, C- oh THC. God. They got plants that are three. CBN like, and THCA is like my new favorite cannabinoids thca and humulene is like my favorite combo because they're both appetite suppressants and they make you feel nice (laughs) i was hitting some cbn not too long ago like cbn cbn isolate what yeah i strong as shit i remember when thca yeah it makes you just want to sleep because that's the sleep cannabinoid i remember when thca powder first came out i was working like the 215 shops. I don't even want to call it the trap shop, but I love you as a trap shop. Uh, <laughs> is it trap queen or the, terp, oh, terp queen? 
a little bit of both. Um, <laughs> but when when we first put that on our shelves, like someone came in and was like, "What y'all selling blow now?" And we're like, "Oh, oh no, shit, no, no, yeah. no, no, no! <laughs> That's a THCA powder." <laughs> like, That's what it looks like it does because it. It was a trap shop, so they're like, y'all got everything, and we're like, no, boo, that's that's THCA. You'll find out about it later in the later in life. Okay, let's get this open. This Wolf Moon Apothecary, some ASMR for y'all. It smells so good. It's like um, lemongrass, right? Yeah, she put so much stuff in there. She actually sent me a text talking about the description. I was like, I don't know what to say. <laughs> It, yeah, I smell. I smell a lot of lemongrass and oh, osamine. That's the term. Osamine is um, found in certain oranges. It's not quite like a um, not quite like myrcene or limonene that has that osamine. citrus. Yeah, it's, it's just straight orange. It's like I smell it from here. Yeah, I'm like you get lemongrass, but when you like put it on, that's like just smacked in the face of some osamine. Mm-hmm. I love lemongrass. Lemongrass is I cook, my I cook a lot with lemongrass. Really? Yeah. I love cooking. That's where I get all the real terpenes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How do you, um, do you incorporate like terps with your cooking? Or I like... haven't yet, which is crazy, but I need to make like a little bit of, uh, you know, stuff that's cooked down. Yeah. I could use. But I mean, you can always. The terpene, I don't. I don't know. I mean, I could just put a little bit of that in there and it'll, it'll just do it. You just can't cook it too much. Yeah, that's why, like, what I like to do, I'll do, like, terpene-inspired dishes. So, like, if I'm doing, like, a lean alou, I'll, I'll do, like, some rosemary and basil and thyme because that's what you can find that in, too. Mm. So instead of just getting straight terps, just, like, here's what it's found in, you right. know, and just normalizing that because terpenes yeah. are found in everything. Exactly. Like, that's so crazy. The fact that linalool is found in over like 140 plants besides cannabis. <laughs> and it's so common that you consume about two grams a year just through through food. Yeah. Like, I'm like, facts. I, I, <laughs> facts. <laughs> <laughs> Talking terps, you know, the vibe. Um, we're going to wrap up soon. Is there anything that you wanted to touch base on? Um Anything you could talk about with, like, Think Cubed coming into next year? Well, we're trying to <clears throat> expand. We're making a new building. Ooh, that's so. exciting. I'm stuck on this candle. Don't mind me. <laughs> so we're going to obviously do more. Yeah. Extract more, you know, and you know, possibly more more brand, you know. We want to put something out with Think Cubed that's Think Cubed, you know. We're just going to, we got to. Think about what that's gonna be. You guys we do. seem like we seem like the 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 white label or everything behind everybody. So, yeah, you know, it's it feels good to do that. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's really good because um, I enjoy seeing your guys's stuff with a lot of the brands that I'm connected with, and then when I see it on the shelves, I'll be like, "Yo, this is gas." They're like, "Oh yeah, it's from Think Cube." I'm like, "What?" <laughs> What? I know. I'm like, yo, he's everywhere. That's why I'm so glad you were able to come out today, especially so last minute. Like, for sure. Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. It was totally. It was the vibes. Um, but yeah, that's. I think that's about all the time that we have for this episode and for today. Again, um, thank you so much for coming out. I really appreciate it. And thank you for everybody um, for tuning in. 
Make sure to check us out on IG at Terp Queen with an underscore at the end. Terp Talk CA. And then make sure to follow my boy right here. Duh, D-A underscore Docta, D-O-C-T-A. And think cubed. The, <laughs> I was about to say the instead of T-H-I-N-C-C-U-B-E-D on IG. And again, happy weekend. Enjoy your Friday. And I will talk Terps with you soon. You're listening to Hayes Radio Network. Cannabis Lifestyle Radio.